Let's get a crackin'. It's that time again for the boys to come on out. Frankie, we ready? We ready? Are we up? Are we up? I think. Are we up and it's stuck? Yo. <laughs> Are we up and it's stuck, bro? So I'm going to tell you something real quick. <laughs> I'm so not hip. I'm not hip to what's hop. I hop to what's hip. <laughs> so you're hip to the hop. I got you. Ah, oh, Jesus. One of those days already. <laughs> no, we started early. So it was a short week. Yeah, very short week. Very right. short week. So obviously um, I didn't get to repair the way I wanted to repair. Uh, okay. Uh, repair. Just, repair. Listen to me. Listen, oh, my God. Here's my stuttering again. I know. Again. God. We, we, what is this? The continuation of the last episode? <laughs> I need therapy, people. Me, 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 I need therapy. Me, 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 me. <laughs> uh, there I go again. <laughs> so, Let's so, just wrap this up right now. Oh, my God. It sucks. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yo, you lost your whole train of thought. I, I, I lost it all. You don't know where we were going to go with. No, I know where we're going. I know where I'm going to end up. All right, know. let me just start. All right, Frankie, how was your Thanksgiving, buddy? Oh, Thanksgiving was good, but I want you to know something. You know we had a short week, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I'm aware. I'm aware of the so short week. It interrupted with my uh, my planning Okay. for the show. Oh, all right. What so, it us- so it usually takes me uh, a good five, six days to come up with a scheme. Oh, with a scheme to get me going, huh? To get you going. But Thanksgiving happened. Yeah, so no schemes. So no scheme. And I'm on it today. And I'm let me on t- it. And let me, oh, no, you definitely, you've been I'm staring so at it. this thing is like, it's so disturbing. <laughs> but just to let you know, right now, uh, I'm telling you right now. Yeah. You are live. We are live. And I, I'm ready. <laughs> I want you to understand that we are live. I couldn't come up with anything. It's fine. But I'm, it doesn't mean I might not sneak something Listen, in. Ladies and gentlemen, I am very much aware that when I come into Frankie's house and I stand before this microphone, all things can be recorded and held against me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm comfortable. I already know. After the first five episodes, I was like, "Listen, you just got to just tame it down, like, and know that." It's possible at any given point during the sound check, Frankie's going to have you recorded. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, but I've you, accepted it. But but you <laughs> but you saw what I ended up going through. It took me like yeah. a good twenty minutes just to set this thing back up, and I don't know what was wrong. Yeah. No, but we're back in action. So yeah, Frankie, tell me about your Thanksgiving, man. I think Thanksgiving was good. It was just the four of us. Nothing, nothing dangerous. Nice, nothing. good cooking. But, I did, you did send me pictures of the food, and yeah. the food looked glorious. I saw panil. Am I saying it? No, that wasn't even panil. No, no, that was turkey. Shut up. That was, that was not turkey. That I know was, what turkey looks like. That, no, that's turkey. That's not turkey, Frankie. Dude, that's turkey. No one makes I, turkey like that. Yeah, we do. We do not. Our turkey that was is pork. not the leg. No, it's it's straight. I up didn't turkey. even see a leg uh, because I moved that to the side because that's for not me. <laughs> I hate the leg. <laughs> but listen, <laughs> I just want you to know this is very important. Um, okay. No vegetables were harmed during Thanksgiving. Oh man, that, God bless you. Okay, I didn't want anybody to think that we were against the people. You didn't cut a single potato? And now, no, no vegetables. Carrots. All the vegetables were safe. Wow. And it, I mean, we might have snuck one, but it was it was blessed before we actually Ooh, sacrificed them. Nice. That, you know what? Plants breathe, too. Well, they grow. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it was good. So, you know, we um, it was just the four of us. Uh, things changed. And, you know, we ended up just being yeah. the four of us. Honestly, but, I think but, I, since the pandemic, everything has changed. <laughs> but, but my wife does not know how to cook for, like... Four people. No, 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 no. So Not, especially during the holidays. So, so sh- she's making all this food and she's making... And I'm like, it's four of us. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Why do I have an 18-pound turkey? There's four of us. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, right? Yeah, that's serious. <laughs> Yo. Bro, I still don't believe that it's turkey. Yo, no, going. it's turkey. I still don't believe it. It's it's turkey. Okay. I need to eat something. 
Just to um, verify. We just, oh, we have. We have upstairs. We'll All right. I'm going to verify. It's turkey. Audience, stay tuned for next episode. I'm going to verify if that's turkey. So then we, you know, we did that. And then um, our neighbors next door, you know, Maria and that guy that she's yeah, married to. Nick. Um, My man, Nick. What up? That's his name? Yeah, that's Nick. What up, homie? Uh, nah. <laughs> My number one fan. Hold yeah. it down. <laughs> yeah, he actually texted me a little earlier. He said, uh, yeah, uh, say say hi to say hi to Rashawn his, from his number one fan. I'm like, who are you? Yeah, he's holding it down. Yeah, Hold it down. it down, my man. So <laughs> we, afterwards, we went to their house and then you know we had uh, coffee and some oh, pastries. Nice. It was a good time there. Then we left their house and we went across the street. I mean, like we didn't do much, but we, you know, like the yeah. neighbors they left yeah. the door open. You don't leave your door open. And you have me in the yeah, neighborhood. Exactly. It's just I'm it's walking, just walking in. right in. Got it. So we had a couple of drinks over there and then oh, we nice. just came home. Yeah, it was a little different. How about you? Um, I got to definitely have my fantasy fulfilled. Um, went to my grandmother's house and she had the spread ready. There was mac and cheese, of course. There was stuffing. There was the candy yams. There was string beans. We did harm vegetables. I harmed you several. You might end up in I, trouble with that. What's that? P-E-T-V? Yes, them too. <laughs> all of them. I, I Give me all the alphabets. I'm, I was I was going ham. Um, but I have to say, I, I punked out. Like Normally every year, I easily get two close to three plates. Easily. like That's like light work for me. Three plates is like, it's like Steph Curry hitting a three. It's all day. <laughs> it's constant. It's constant. I hit a three every time. But And you and you just you toss it and walk away? Yeah, I, to- <laughs> I, I throw my towel like, uh, I throw my towel in the stands like I just had a game four buzzer beater. <laughs> but <That's> anyway, awesome. <laughs> um, this year I punked out, man. I, I don't know if it's my grandmother put extra foot in. The food that she was making, but the food felt heavier. And uh, I, I lasted one and a half plates. I sent you a picture of my first plate. Yeah. And that, that thing just, it was spilling over. You couldn't even see the other part of my plate because I had two plates, actually, because all the food couldn't fit on the first plate. You know, we had cranberry sauce. Uh, my father-in-law makes the greatest cranberry sauce of mankind. You haven't had cranberry sauce, do so you have his? Because it's, it's all homemade. Fresh nice. cranberries. He puts, I think he puts clementine in there he puts applesauce I, I don't know what is in there but it, it's it's a conglomerate of gloriousness <laughs> yeah that's a beautiful thing i ain't gonna lie i just made that word up <laughs> but that's exactly what that cranberry sauce is um oh and my um i i it was just it was great i had a great time i tore that food up um and then oh dessert dessert was crazy we had an apple crumb pie we had um lemon cake that my grandmother made uh oh and my mother-in-law made this this sort of monkey bread cinnamon bread thingy uh that was banging too that hit the spot so yeah man overall solid solid thanksgiving man yeah man definitely hit the spot i love thanksgiving definitely my favorite holiday it's just so funny every year i always say this you, you go into thanksgiving being so thankful for all the different things that you have and you're so grateful and you're like oh man you know, I'm just grateful for everything I have. And then you're immediately like, all right, Christmas shopping, Black Friday's coming up. Let's go ahead and shut this down. <laughs> yeah, that's no joke. And now you're out there like, I, and I don't go, do you go shopping on Black Friday? Um, Usually don't, but yeah. you know, like this time around we we decided to go, but we went down to like. Oh, you went out to the, you went no, in no, the wild. But, but so here's the thing, we went down <laughs> to like uh, Long Branch. Okay. I don't think they know it was Black Friday. Oh. All those stores were empty. Yo, you know it was empty. You know why? I think everybody's shopping online now. I think everybody's like, "Why go to the store?" I knew my last Black Friday was disgusting. I fought an old lady. You know, <laughs> I don't really like to talk about it, but it was back in. It was this how long ago it was? I fought this lady 
for a DVD VCR recorder. So this was back in the day when they used to have that that combo. You put the, yeah, the combo. You put the VHS in there. You could record it onto a DVD and burn it. And I was cheap at the time, and I wanted to save all my movies and stuff. And your karate movies. They had it on sale. For, <laughs> <laughs> they had it on sale for like a hundred dollars, and you know it was only like three in the store. And I made a beeline. That was the only thing I wanted on Black Friday. I, I darted there. I was at uh, Walmart. Oh, God, Walmart. It's like the place of mutants. But I, <laughs> I beeline to this daggone thing. And sure enough, it was like, it was like the Wild West. This old lady was across from me in You her went car. up against an old lady. I mean, I mean, at least when I got into my thing, it was a young girl. that oh, I, I, I thought it was a nah. dude, but that's a different story. No, this lady looked like the woman from the Golden Girls, the old one. Oh. <laughs> the, the, the mother. <laughs> she you, looked you, like her. You took her down? Yo, our carts was like facing each other. It looked like the good, the bad, the ugly. Oh, it was like, no. Yo, she was staring at me. I was staring at her, and then we both looked at the the recorder thing, and it was like in the middle between us. I was it was like stealing bacon, bro. I, I freaking I drove my cart. She drove her cart. Showed up, our carts like kind of bumped, and it was like. And the thing is, it was packed in there, but everybody was focused on the TVs. Her and I were the only ones focused on this thing. One thing. So you know, the both of you the night before were like, "Oh, I'm man, getting this. I'm, I'm getting, getting this. this. Oh, she. I don't care who's in my way." I, and the thing is, I like we both grabbed it. So we both grabbed, both got hands on it. And when I saw her, I saw in her eyes, she was like, I'm not letting go. And I was and I was very young back then, guys. So I wasn't letting go either. Now, where was where was this Walmart? Was it like in Jersey City? No, was this, it the this one Walmart, on Route 9? No, this Walmart was in Amboy. Oh, Perth Amboy. That, oh, yeah. That's not a Walmart. <laughs> that's not a Walmart. That's a prison cell with, with groceries. So that's, yeah, that place is dangerous. <laughs> Bro, yo, me and her squared up. I, I mean, I ended up conceding to her i ended up letting her have it just because i was like this is like it got real rowdy in there and i like i was taking it and people was looking at me fight with this old lady and i was just like all right man this ain't gonna end well if i take this because everybody gonna sympathize with the old lady so i let her have it sure enough it was the last one i didn't get oh. it and that was it that was my last black friday i was like i'm never doing this again no, I, 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 my I, all my morals kind of went out the window almost yeah you get, but you got now you have bad memories for it you know it's like you lost. Yeah, I lost. I took an L. <laughs> Back to taking an L. That was one L that I didn't, I didn't get to mention on our show a few yeah. episodes ago. Awesome, man. All right, man. Yo, we're going to have an interesting show today, man. A lot of people hit us up um, in the email. was like, yo, they want us to talk about money again. Um, I didn't think people wanted to talk about money because I figured that's pretty much a boring topic for most people. But nah, people was like, yo, I want to get it in. Like, Let's talk dollars and cents. Make it make Listen, sense. We have people that are turning <laughs> around saying, can you do me a favor? Can you talk about money Early in your show, because ah, the both of you start ranting. That's true, and it's funny. Oh, there's you know, your cell like, phone again. You're fired, Frankie. How? How, bro? Yo, you silenced your phone listen. twice, twice before that we started. Yo, twice. <laughs> you said I'm gonna definitely do this right now. I'm gonna do. This. How did I get on again? I don't know. All right, man. Come on, let's go ahead and enter the show. Let's get it started, man. All let's right. get it cracking. <laughs> Drop that beat, homie. Okay, let's go. Oh, drum solo. Hey, I like the vibe here. Cheer. This is hot. Yeah, we cooking today. Let's go, Frank. Oh. Yeah, this is, 
hold on, hold on, hold on. Let that rock. Hey. Oh. Oh, that was a good Ladies intro. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again. Let's run it back. In the cloud radio proudly presents Present. Life Lessons with, with Idiots. We've been to crank it off. And we're here, yeah. <laughs> with your host. I'm your host, Rashawn, with my boy over there, Frankie. Come for the music and comedy, but stay for the lessons. They're not the smartest in the room. <laughs> this is what pissed me off. I would get one piece, right? And they're like, you know, you got to save some for everybody else. I got one piece. <laughs> but they're definitely not the dumbest. Now let's get into it. Life Lessons with Idiots. With Idiots. Air, yo, that intro was dope, bro. Yo, you like that? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, where'd you get that? So one one of our listeners actually emailed us and said, "Hey, you know, I uh, I'm a young producer. Get out of here." And I'm like, "What do you mean, young producer? You know?" He's like, "Oh, you know, I'm 14 years old." Stop. Wait. Uh, pause. You said how old? 14. Wait a minute. He's 14. He making that beat. 14 years old making that beat. He's a producer. Producer. He's 14. He, what grade is that? That's like that's like eighth grade. I'm going to go with 8th. Eighth. 8th eighth grade. Maybe ninth grade. I'm not sure. 8th grade. He Let's home, say 8th. He home making beats. Did Yo. you hear that? Yeah, that was that was fire, bro. So, uh, quick shout out to F3L7 for actually giving us permissions to play that. Nice. Um, he's got more. I mean, I he was got listening more? to it. He, I, was, I was amazed. Yo, all right. Yeah, he needs to start getting some of his little 8th grader friends. Some of them got to be nice with... Uh, Rapping, and I'm sure somebody could d- definitely throw some bars on that. Oh, easily. Yeah, nice, no, so, man. So we wanted, wanted to put it out there, but I put it out there for a reason, because we're talking finance. Oh, yeah, ladies okay. and gentlemen. Because like our listeners have said, they want to hear it in the beginning of the show, because again, we get into our rants, I and know. then we totally forget, and then 45 minutes... Yeah, when we're cracking jokes, I'm not doubling it, back. To, we to we can't go back. I'm like, yo, here, the here, mood. here a few gems. <laughs> <Gyms. laughs> <laughs> now, you know what? All right, let's intro the show right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is Frankie Rashawn, Life Lessons with Idiots. It, today is November 28th. Today is the first day of Hanukkah. Uh, so shout out to everybody who celebrates Hanukkah. Um, and yeah, if you guys want to send us your ideas, thoughts, please feel free to send us an email at lifelessonswithidiots at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram as well as Facebook. Welcome all of our day one listeners, as well as all of our new listeners who are listening for the first time. We appreciate you guys rocking with us today. And as Frankie said, we're about to get into the bag. We're about to get into the money bag. So, yes, sir. I feel like I got to intro this money talk a little bit differently. Like I should really, like we should really set this up, make it seem epic, because no one wants to really talk about money. It's, it's, it's considered boring. No, nobody wants to talk about money this time of year. Yeah, especially now when you're spending. Because instead of <laughs> instead of you saving it, yeah, you're spending it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Money's flying out the door as you're trying to buy all these gifts for your kids and family members and stuff. So, um, yeah. All right. So let me bring this money in here. Right, let me see here. All right. Let, let's. I, we need to do it like a movie trailer. Like, let's do it like a movie. Like, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, if I was a, like, if I had some cool music, Frankie, I'd be like, in a world. That is facing inflation. <laughs> and people are looking for guidance and hope. They turn to two idiots. <laughs> These idiots. Two idiots. <laughs> they step across the horizon, looking at the people in bewilderment of what to do. <laughs> and one of the idiots sets out his warrior's call. Frankie, do you know what that idiot's call is? Anybody got some chicken? 
And the pod goes on. Yeah, I knew it was coming. I knew it. It's just your boys, Frankie and Roshan. <laughs> yeah. He's going to make everybody listen to this. Yo, you got a second song, man. All right. All right. All right. Okay, cool. All right, come on, man. Let's get into it. All right, so let's talk money. All right, so if you guys have been listening and you guys have been rocking with us for these past, this is episode number 10, 10, correct? Yes. Yes, we're about to talk that dinero. We're about to talk that money. Um, And if you guys have been rocking with us, every segment, usually every segment of the show, I would try to drop a few gems, some money tips to try to help you guys. Uh, things that I've learned over the years and hopefully that my experiences or the things that I've learned hopefully be a benefit to a lot of you. Uh, for some of you that don't know, if you're our new listeners, um, I've been working in the financial services industry for over 10 years. So I've been able to build a pretty strong acumen when it comes to finance and uh, budgeting and using different digital products to help uh, meet my financial needs. So hopefully the stuff that I share with you guys today is a benefit and you can share with your children, you can share with other family members and so forth. So I don't have the experience that you do, but yeah. I, I, do, I have the experience of struggling. Yep, but so, you know how to get the bag. So <laughs> I'm going to let you take lead on this, but I'm going to throw in a couple of my little gems. Absolutely, please. Because I think that uh, there are a lot of people out there that are, that are thinking, oh, well, you know, I don't have the op- those opportunities mm-hmm. with the investment and I don't have enough to do some of those things but there yeah. are other things you can do that i know for a fact that can yeah. help you oh so absolutely. you go ahead do your thing there so I'm you know it's funny you say it. that you know it's so funny you say that because i just found like i was you know prior to this show because i know we had a few listeners saying hey we want to talk more about money i started looking up just some stats just to give me like some bit of a foundation and did you know 78 percent of america lives paycheck to paycheck that's a high percentage. 78%. That means they literally have no money until the next paycheck comes around. So if they have an emergency, they really can't cover it. Did you know that 55% of America does not have any sort of investment? I'm talking no 401k, no crypto, no retirement, nothing. 55% of America is not doing anything in regards to investing. And a lot of people are trying to, you know, people are trying to figure out why they're not investing. And a lot of people think it's because they don't have enough money. And my argument to that is that you do have enough money. It's just the prioritization of you trying to invest versus what you rather spend for now. So we're the same thing with all of America, because even our government has the same problem. You are spending more than we make. So a lot of people like to live in the now. It's much easier to finance a car than it is to finance your future. <laughs> and this is the Isn't thing. That sad? It's sad. People will spend a ton of money to finance a Lexus or a Mercedes or a fancy car while living in their apartment, wondering why they're still scrubbing two dimes together to make ends meet. And it's because you're financing or leasing the car instead of financing an asset or financing an investment that will pay dividends in your future. Because they want to live in the now. They're like, I work hard, Frankie. I go to work every day. I work two jobs. And I, I work so hard. I deserve this money. And I deserve to buy the things I want. So, And, and, and I agree. And I understand that. I get because the argument. Because you can't live worried 100%. I get that. But you also don't want to live just vicariously for right now and then spend the rest of your life working. A lot of people have already accepted that I'm going to work. I'm not going to have a retirement. I'm just going to work till I drop dead. I'm right. going to be a Walmart greeter and that's going to be that. <laughs> like that's the aspiration. And honestly, I'm nothing wrong with that. If that is your aspiration and that's your goal in life, then so be it. But if your goal in life is to have a relaxing retirement, be able to sit back and have financial freedom, 
then stay along and listen. But if you guys are like, I don't want to talk that money talk. I'm good where I'm at. I get my money. I pay my bills. I'm done. Whatever. I'll work till I die. If that's your <laughs> if that's your MO, yeah. I'm not going to knock you. Everybody wants to live differently. And there's also certain people that don't care. Yeah. And this is and this is the I, I, I hate to be that person. Yeah. They just don't care. They just want that paycheck to the paycheck. Because I know people that, you know, like want the summers off. So yeah. they, they you know they yeah, they they like I work hard all year. I don't want to work anymore. Like I'm so done. they'll they'll work crappy jobs yeah. during the winter, you know, barely make it, but they're down the shore June, July, and August, partying yeah, this, man. all that off. And, and that's the way they want to live, that's fine. But eventually, you're turning fifty. You're turning sixty. Yeah. You're turning seventy. What type of job you think you? What type? Of, what type of? What kind of future you? Future you're gonna have <clears throat> if at seventy you can't even stand at the door at Walmart to check the stuff out. Yo, and the crazy part is, what crazy is, I I see a lot of people who they like they have kids and they live this way, and they're like, I'm not my kids gonna have to work just the way I worked. Yeah. And my thing is like, wouldn't you want to give your kid a better advantage? in life than the advantages that you got so granted you maybe your parents weren't as financially educated to give you the tools needed to get ahead in life but wouldn't you want to take the resources and stuff that you've learned now so that your kid has a better opportunity so that they could exceed even further than you did it takes two generations to build wealth but only takes one to ruin it so if you don't educate the next generation they can't carry the baton and take the marathon further in life in regards to building wealthier family. All right, so let me go ahead and get into it. So like I mentioned before, 55% of America does not do any sort of investment. And I mentioned this on prior episodes. Please go back and listen. Me and Frankie had a great discussion. I think it was episode three where we talked about um, 401ks. At the very bare minimum, you should have a 401k. Um, And before I go further into 401k, let me tell you how 401ks came about. So back in the day, Frankie, companies used to have pensions. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Remember pensions? So yeah. for those that don't know what a pension is, it's basically like employers back in the day, long time ago, they used to care about their employees, and they used to create a retirement account for them called a pension. And this would be something that they would take money from the company's earnings and put it aside for each of their employees, a sort of investment account. On top of this, employees paid Social Security, Right. And Social Security is a government sort of benefit. I consider it more of a Ponzi scheme because you're pretty much relying on the next generation to keep supplying the funding for these people retirement. But nevertheless, it was most people had a pension and they had what they called uh, Social Security. Right. Over time. And if you haven't been watching the news, so the Social Security fund is running out. And the reason it's running out. It's because people are living longer. <laughs> How dare they? How dare they live longer with better diets, better technology, and better access to it? That'll teach them. So the security, Social Security is supposed to expire as of right now, I think, 2033. So basically, if you're 45 and under, the taxes you're paying in Social Security, you're likely not to get that money back. I hate to break it to you. I'm doing the math. I think I, I think I might get some of that. You might get maybe two years <laughs> I worth. I might get two years. I might get like two you years. You might get two years worth. Go, good luck with that. But nevertheless, a lot of people are relying on government aid to bail them out. And I'm trying to tell them it, you can't rely on that because it's likely not going to be there. So now back to 401k. 
So the government at the time started realizing this a long time ago, that Social Security was just not going to be there for these people when they retire. They were like, yo, this fund is going quick. People keep living longer, and we don't have enough people working to keep supplying this. So they gave a sort of incentive for corporations to say, hey, encourage your employees to get a 401k, and we'll give them tax write-offs, because now they can forego paying taxes right away and just pay us later at retirement. So employers were like, all right, that sounds pretty snazzy. And plus, we get incentives from the government. So a lot of companies started coming up with the 401k or 403b, whatever you guys invest in at, at your employer. So they came up with this retirement plan where basically employees will put in a percentage of their money into this fund, and they'll match their employees' uh, uh, deposits. And that's how kind of like 401ks came to be. Now, 401ks were not supposed to be the sole retirement plan. It was supposed to supplement the income that you're getting with Social Security. So Social Security never went away. It was just a way for you guys to stop basically milking all of the Social Security and have another source of income because the government kept, was getting tired of supplying it to the people, right? Exactly. They were running out of money. So fast forward to now. Back to the 55%. Mm. <laughs> 55% of people said, I'm not doing it because I can't afford to put any more money out of my paycheck into this 401k. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would have put even 4% out of your paycheck into a 401k, your paycheck will likely only go down maybe $20 to $30 because it's not much that is going down. It sounds crazy, but it, you're not going to be at much of a loss. That $20 to $30 is something that you will likely blow on coffee or blow on a bag of chips or snacks. So you might just have to forego a few snacks <laughs> during you know, the week. You, that's... Um... You know Gary V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ask him, how, how come you're so rich? Yeah. He goes, because I never went to Starbucks and bought a $7 coffee. Yeah. You know, I bought the fifty one off that little truck. And that, that you hit the nail on the head there, because that's the thing. I think a lot of people, they want to buy the expensive stuff. They want to have the expensive lifestyle, but they don't have the funds to live that lifestyle. You can't have these dreams of grandeur and think that you could live it uh, based on what you have. You got to live based on what you make. And I think a lot of people like to live beyond that because the fantasy, especially nowadays with social media and everything, you've seen what other people have and you're like, I deserve that too. I work just as hard as they do. And it's so tempting. But it takes discipline. It takes uh, discipline over desire. And like I said before, like you got to think of what you want to finance for your future. Do you want to finance the car or do you want to finance uh, your your retirement? And I know everybody looks at, like, oh, retirement is so far away. It's not here. It's almost like insurance. Like, when people have life insurance, yeah. it's like, what do I need life insurance for? Like, in case something happened? I'm putting all this money into this fund in case something happened? Yeah, well. And then when in case something happens. <laughs> so, so, But here's the thing is that you don't do it. Yeah. Tomorrow you're 50. And yeah. that's, that's the way I feel because. Life moves I, fast. It moves way too fast. I mean. I have, we have life insurance. I think we got it when like we were like twenty three, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Why do I need it?" And yeah. the financial advisor was like, "Dude, tomorrow's your retirement party." And I'm like, yeah, "What do you yeah. mean?" And he goes, "It's gonna pass by fast." It and, is, man. And, he, and he's right. So a couple of things. Uh, we ahead. have we have a couple of people in the chat that um, all right that threw some stuff out here. So let's go. We're gonna go with uh, with Alex first. She said, "Alex." Alex says here. She goes, "My goal right now is to have have my daughter graduate college debt free." The tuition Ooh, is real, go. and she's 100% right. Yeah. Now, let me tell you guys, the obviously, college costs 
they constantly go up every year. And you, I think I've shared my opinion on colleges, I think, episode one or two. <laughs> I'm all about YouTube University. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But and, no, I do think that most kids do need to go get a college education. Um, definitely look into grants and scholarships to help with the funding of that. Um, encourage your kids to um, try to seek those different grants, especially if you're a minority. There's tons of different uh, scholarships and grants that we qualify for. Um but yes, uh, this, tuition this, is real, man. I, I I tell everybody, yeah. Go to the public library. Go talk to the person says to point you into the book where the financial aid is. There are books that yeah. are three, four hundred pages each to tell you what you qualify for. Yeah. So you're a lefty. Mm-hmm. You get money. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You have green eyes because both of those are low percentages. You get money. Yep. Oh, you're, you're a woman. You're a woman. You get money. You get oh, money. you're a minority woman. You get money. Yeah, there's um, tons of things out there's there. There's so many things out there that there's there's money just sitting. Yep. That's never being touched. Yeah. Okay. And if we don't take it, we don't take advantage of it. Other people from other countries are going to come here and just going to take it, and yeah. we can't complain because we we have the opportunity to go and do the research. Absolutely. It's open. It's open to everybody, but mm-hmm. not everybody goes towards towards that towards the asset towards the, the benefit. So, I want to touch a little bit on what Alex said here. Okay. Okay. All right, tuition is ridiculous. Oh, tuition is right. insane. But real quick on that note, the tuition is insane. And the reason why college education costs goes up so much is because you got to understand, each of these uh, universities and stuff, though they're state-run, they're private institutions. Right. They get to dictate whatever the price is that they want. So if they say, hey, you know, it's going to cost our school uh, $3,000 uh, a semester, whatever it might be, they get to ch- change that price. Just same way like gas stations. <laughs> they, they have full control on the or at, just at will, just because. Um, and it's because they, they run by private institutions. They're not held to any sort of measurement um, or regulation by anything. They could just run it the way they want because they know that you're coming there for their prestige or you're coming there for their diploma so they could dictate those prices however they see fits and this is where where we as the american people are put at a little bit of a disadvantage because um like i mentioned also episodes ago education is really it was meant for the elite it was never meant for uh you and me for you and me or the middle class or the poor it was never meant for us the system is designed this way the system is designed for the elite to stay in power to stay educated and to stay ahead uh, but we've been, you know, thankfully through hard work and education and putting ourselves in debt, we're going to get that education. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, but that's the important thing. And, you know, like, like I was saying, I'm, I'm looking at um, Alex's quote here, you know, and I'm not getting into anybody's personal business, but you don't know what the person, like, like she's saying, paying for her daughter's tuition. So you don't know yeah. their personal, the person's personal, right? Absolutely. So they could be a single mom, they could be a single dad and stuff yeah. like that. So that... The fact that that's what she's doing yeah. to be sure that her daughter does not have to take on a debt yeah. because of tuition, that's real. That's parenting. Absolutely. And that's what, you know, she's, you know, you take that and you take it to, you know, and you say, listen, you're getting your degree mm-hmm. and it's going to, when you walk out, you're going to have zero debt. Yeah. That's a, that's an amazing, that's, that's, that's the best gift you could ever give that's your That's the kid. best gift. I mean, forget about Christmas, forget yeah, about yeah, birthday. Yeah. You know, that's the best gift ever because- Absolutely. How many kids go into colleges right now and they're walking out with a $250,000 debt? Yeah, weighing on them. And they're working just to clear the debt. And they're not making good money now because, no. you know, 
Okay, so they'll say sixty thousand dollars, and you're twenty two. Yeah, it's good, but guess what? You're twenty two. You're yeah. still naive. Yeah. So you're not. You, but this you, is where this education comes into play, and you know what? You tied into a great segment. So right into what I was going to go into. So I already touched on four hundred one k. I'm not going to beat that one over the over the head um, because we already spoke about that in prior episodes. I just wanted to kind of use that as a a reminder to let people know that yes, you should have at the very bare minimum a four hundred one k or IRA or four hundred three b. You should minimum have that but it shouldn't be your only investment tool what's up frankie so i'm gonna give you a couple of more things uh so we have talker to on on the chat too and she's like my goal is to live paycheck to paycheck now uh-huh while invest the while investing in my future so i don't have to live hand to hand to mouth in my retirement years excellent see that is what you're supposed to be doing yeah that is the goal see a lot of people say money can't buy happiness it can't but it definitely could give you financial freedom yeah to and financial freedom is the greatest gift you've ever asked for in life. Living a life is stress-free, knowing that your bills are paid, knowing that you're good to go, and you could live abundantly. You want to be able to relax in your retirement. You don't want to be a Walmart greeter. So the last <laughs> one here is actually, I think it's pretty funny. PB Cup 22 says, I'm, I'm so glad my husband invests so I can spend paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. You know, right. hey, to each his own, like I said. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, but check this out, P Cup, PB Cup. Um, if both of you invested, your both of your future could be greater. So it's great that your husband is investing and holding it down, and maybe you could contribute even just a little bit. Um, that that would help because uh, a big thing that they don't teach you in school is compound interest. So even the smallest bit of money can gain you additional funds in the future. So for example, I touched on four hundred one k. I like I said, I beat that in the head. You guys can listen to the, uh, episode three if you guys want to hear us talk more about it. In other ways, you can uh, open up a four hundred one k or an IRA, which is an investment retirement account. The earlier you start, the better. If you start later in life, you just have to be more aggressive with how much you put in there. Um, but the reason I, I brought that up is because that should just be one of your vehicles for planning for your future. The next thing I want to plan on is your own individual investing outside of that. So that money, once again, is coming out of your paycheck right off the top. You don't even see it. Comes out, goes into that fund. Now you have this remaining amount of money that you're sitting with. Right out the gate, you should look at what you have and take 10% right off the top. If some of you went to church, some of you might have been aware of this. They, they call it a tithe. You pay 10% tithe, right? It used to be the church that used to take it. I'm telling you to take the 10% and invest it. And you can invest it in a number of different vehicles. When you're investing, you have to come up with a mindset of what kind of investor you're going to be. Are you a short-term investor or are you a long-term investor? A short-term investor, which I highly suggest none of you do until you become very educated and researching stocks and understanding uh, cash flow revenues and understanding all forecasting and all that stuff. I advise all of you guys to uh, do that before even considering being a short-term investor. Most of us should be long-term investors. And a long-term investor is basically like you're always planning for five to 10 years out. So there's two ways you can invest. You can invest either using it as a savings account or you can invest using it as a, as a way to create passive income for yourself. So with that being said, the different uh, brokerage that you can check out, I mentioned before, was Robinhood, uh, Charles Schwab, E-Trade. Each one of them offers free trading. They have a free trading platform for you guys to be able to invest in stocks. A big thing that I always tell people when they're investing is to invest in things that you know. 
So, for example, I like Nike. I wear a lot of Nike. I buy mm-hmm. Nike sneakers. Mm-hmm. I invest in Nike. <laughs> and the reason I invest in Nike is because Nike itself is not only just a shoe store. It's a brand. It's a culture. And Nike has been having serious growth. And as a retail company, um, they've had significant growth year after year. So whenever you go to look at something that you're interested in, whether it's Starbucks or whether it's Nike or whether it's other things, always try to look at the 52-week high and the 52-week low. This is telling you what was that stock price at its lowest and its highest over the course of one year. And you, looking at the current price, are going to ask yourself, hey, should I step in now Why it's close to the high? Or should I step in later when it comes back down to the low? Because stocks, like everything, is going to ebb and flow. But a cool stock, like Nike, also pays what we call a dividend. A dividend is what that company pays you for just holding a stock. So if you have a stock in Johnson & Johnson, if you have a stock in Nike, they pay you on a quarterly basis a percentage based on the number of shares you have, and they pay you back money that you could either reinvest back into the stock or you could keep as passive income. So yeah, it's going to be very small, be something like $3, $2 here and there, but it builds up over time. And again, you're getting paid just to hold the stock. And that is a win-win. So you're not doing any work. And this is how you make money work for you. The more shares you have, the more money you guys get paid back. Makes sense. Yeah. So like this and this is and this is money you're making while you're sleeping. So now imagine you do that with a collection of different stocks. Imagine you do that with I'm going to buy some Apple. I'm going to buy some Disney. I'm going to buy some all these things that you guys are interested in. Buy, build out your portfolio so you're not just tied into one stock. So when that stock crashes, you guys are crying and, and, and you know, wondering where all your money went. Um, diversify your, uh, your portfolio into these different investments. And again, these investments that you're making are completely separate from your 401k. Your 401k is sort of like, that's like your reserve. That's like, okay, that's my thing that I'm going to have rocking in the background, building for my future building that income. This other 10%, this is where now I'm going to be more direct with my money to see how I can capitalize on more growth and more money. So let me, I'm going to drop something real quick. There's a lot of anti-vaxxers out here, right? Yep. And most of these anti-vaxxers, they're like, man, I, I hate these, you know, all these medical companies. They're just making money off of you. They're just making money off of this vaccine. Ladies and gentlemen, we live in a capitalistic society here. <laughs> you have to pay a doctor when you're born you have to pay a preacher when you're buried. <laughs> Preach. Hold on, Someone... hold on, hold on. <laughs> Shout out to Nas for that, man. <laughs> thank you. I guess thank that's you. the only one we have, but it works. <laughs> it works. It works. Yeah, and the reason I'm saying that is because someone is always going to be benefiting off of you. Someone's always going to be profiting off of you through your life. You pay for your kids to go to the doctors. You pay for the education through your property taxes that for your, from your home. You pay for gasoline for your car. You pay the bank for the financing of your car. You pay the bank for the financing of your house. You're gonna. Someone is always going to be profiting off of you. You just have to find out whether if they're profiting off you, how does that service benefit me as a person? Don't get caught up in the hype of who's making what money. Find out how you can make the most out of your own money. And this is what I was saying at the beginning, which is spending, um, spending 
within your means. And I know it sounds cliche. People have been saying this for years. But I think a lot of times people like to live beyond their means. So right out the gate, like I said, once you get your check, take 10% right off the top. So right now, based on what your net gross is, based on the money you have, you took 10% off the top, you have 90% remaining. That 90% is to sustain you and pay for all your bills. So you have your 401k taken off uh, 5% or whatever it is that you can uh, contribute to your 401k to make sure that you get the matching through your company if they offer it. And then you take 10% off the top for your investing and for your uh, future needs. The rest has to be allocated to bills and also emergency savings. You should be building up some liquidity because emergency savings is needed so that you won't have to ever dive back into your investments. The worst thing you want to do is have this investments going, have your retirement going, and then all of a sudden your car breaks down. Now you're looking around for money. Now you're scrambling. Now you're like, oh, God, where am I going to pay for this car? This car needs a whole new uh, alternator. It needs a whole new carburetor. That's going to be $1,200. And next thing you know, you're going to be like, let me sell this stock, get my money back so that I can pay for this. You don't want to do that. This is why you need an emergency savings. You need emergency savings that at least covers at least three to six months, at least three to six months of emergency savings of straight cash. And guess what? You could take that cash, emergency savings, and you could park that as part of your portfolio in what we call an ETF. An ETF is like or index stock. So it's like the Dow, the S&P 500. Um, these are stocks that are rather stable. They don't crash because they're spread out across 500 different companies. So if one company does bad, you're not going to go bankrupt. You put that, park that money in like the S&P 500 or uh, the ticker is QQQ or VOO. Uh, these are tickers that are the Vanguard Top 500. And um, it basically, it's a conglomerate of a bunch of different um, companies in one stock. So that way you could put your money in there. You can gain a nice return on your um, savings. You can gain somewhere between uh, 4 to 8%, which is much higher than it's sitting in your bank account getting 0.05%. <laughs> you're building money as you're saving, and you just have that money just sit there. You don't touch it, and then when an emergency comes, you have that money there. Did you know, Frankie, I think they did a survey, uh, I want to say last year, they said, I think 45% of America cannot afford a $400 emergency. A $400 emergency. Yeah. Bro, that's less than my PS5, but we're going to move on. (laughs) But remember, the only way you can get a PS5 is if you can buy that twice. Exactly. And you know your boy could buy it twice. (laughs) (laughs) So a quick thing I want to talk about. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Because I've been talking a lot. Because I I hear what you're saying and... I'm gonna I'm gonna play the extra poor man's. Part okay, of go ahead, do it, do it, do it. I need okay. devil's advocate. Get in there. Uh, so I'm gonna play the poor man's uh, finance financial advisor. Okay, got it. So you know we got this kid here, right? The the, the intro. Kid. Okay, yeah, the intro, the producer, the yeah. producer. Yeah. What's his name again? Oh, I don't want. I know. I don't want to mess up his name. It's F something. F three L seven. All right, we gotta find out what that stands for. Yeah, we gotta definitely gotta find out. So he's fourteen. Got it. Uh huh. Perfect. He's starting age. to produce. Yeah. You think he's producing for fun, or you think he's producing because he wants to be able to make money and invest? Exactly. He should be producing to make money. He should be charging these kids uh, a premium for each beat that he gives to them. <laughs> so, bottom line is, at this age right now, yeah, that he is, he's taking something he's learning that he uh-huh. likes, right, and he's going to take this and become something from it. So, if he he pursues and continues. 
producing, it's eventually going to start paying off. Absolutely. Now, what he needs to do is uh-huh. what you're talking about, and is what I want to talk about. The poor man, you have to pay yourself. Absolutely. So all these people that are saying, "Oh, I can't do the four hundred one k, I can't do this and all that," but you still pay your electric bill. Yep. You still pay the cable bill. Yep. So while you're doing all those things, it's fun. Yeah, you're going to have extra money, but you got to add an extra bill to that. Yeah. It's the house bill. You yep. pay the house. The yep. house, you take whatever, 5% or whatever, yeah. take $20 and pay the house. Yeah. That's I say the 10% money. right out the gate. Just this money that it's a bill. The house is a bill. I'm going to keep it a rock. I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. I know this is not an easy thing to ask because it wasn't always easy for me. Um, it was very difficult for me to take a large portion of my net gross after taxes has already uh, jacked me up and took most of my money. It was a hard thing to look at and say, you want me to take more money out of this and put it into my future? I read a book. It's called The Richest... I think it's called The Richest Man in Babylon. And it just talked about this same principle of just taking 10% off the top. It's enough that it is significant that you could build on and it's, um, it's not detrimental to what you to your overall cost of living. You just have to change with the things that you buy. So I used to love going to uh, after parties with my coworkers. Guess yeah. what? That had to stop because I'm dropping $20, $30 at the bar with my coworkers when that money could be going towards my future. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you got to live like a hermit. You don't have to deprive yourself of everything. You just have to allocate for it. Right. You just have to change that that instant gratification mindset of, well, I got the money. I'm going to buy it right now. You just have to get out of that mindset to be able to do this. And I, right now, I'm, I'm comfortable where I do have 10% coming off the top. I have, in fact, I want to say I'm getting to a point where I'm almost, I want to say 20% of my check is already going right to investments before Good. I even get the money. And, and But that's, again, live within my means. That's, once again, driving a car with over 100,000 miles. That's, once again, <laughs> me not having the latest and greatest. But guess what? My net worth and my investments are growing in the background, and my future is looking a lot more guaranteed. So hold up. Another big argument that I get from a lot of people is that, Rashawn, even if you save up a million dollars, a million dollars is not going to be the same in the future. It's not going to be able to buy me the same stuff because things keep costing more and more money. Well, a million dollars in the future is better than nothing in the future. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather have a million dollars in the future or would you rather have absolutely nothing and continue to live the way you live? See, like I, I hear stuff like that and I, all I hear is people coming up with excuses because they don't want to save. They want to keep the trend of whatever's going on today in, in this world. It's and not glamorous. And it's not. Because let me tell you, glasses? Yeah. I wear glasses. Yeah. There's no secret. Uh-huh. They're plastic. Yeah. Every. Unless you're going full metal and gold. Yeah. Okay. This is a 12 cent item. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 12 cent. Yeah. The prescription and all that, that's another. We'll, we'll, we'll say a pair of glasses should be 20 bucks. Yeah. That's with the plastic and the glass. Yeah. Or whatever. Oh, I got, a, I got a good gym I'm about to drop after this guy. So, <laughs> so I'm okay with going online. And I've done this a bunch of times, and mm-hmm. uh, people know I've gone to this website called Goggles for You. Uh-huh. 71% off, right? Yeah. By the way, these glasses do the exact same things that the Ray-Bans do. Yeah, exactly. And I can see. Now, this is where I can do a little bit of cutting. Doesn't Uh mean that I'm going to, like, always buy cheap. But I know that I don't have to spend $600 on a pair of glasses. It makes no sense. That, to me, is where I look at it and go... Okay, do I spend the six hundred dollars there, or do I spend the forty bucks on it and then take the the five sixty and do something else with it? There? Exactly. And, and that's what I'm trying to say is that 
you don't always have to have that because when you look, when people coming up to you, they're not going up to you and going, yo, are those the 2012 Ray Bans? No, yeah, exactly. Yo, let me let me drop this gem real quick. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head, Frankie. For those that don't know, believe it or not, all the sunglasses you see out there uh, are made at the same factory. I know. No way, Rashawn. You're telling me that Ray Ban and uh Hughley, I don't, I don't know. What are all the the, the popular Oakley, Oakleys? What Oakley, trying, o- Oakley lost everything. Yo, if you're trying to tell me all these people made at the same, they made at the same factory. They they made it's one manufacturer that makes all these sunglasses. It costs them less than a dollar to make these sunglasses, regardless of the materials used. And they go out there and they're selling you a brand. They're not selling you, but nah, Rashawn, these are quality, man. You don't understand the way the this sits on my face and the way No, it's 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 the same thing. I guarantee you, you can go on Amazon, find somebody from China who has the exact same blueprint of those same sunglasses <laughs> and get the Wasn't same it like, quality. Like Lux Lux something? <laughs> yeah. Yo, it's like it's all these all these sunglasses, they all you could Google it. They're all made at the same manufacturer, same factory, and they just mass produce it, and all they do is just they sell you on the brand. And that's the one thing you got to kind of like separate yourself from. You got to separate yourself from the brand. You got to focus more so on the needs of what is it for. Come back to that and then you'll realize none of this materialistic stuff means anything. Like even now with a car, a car's purpose is to get you from point A to point B. I know we like the luxuries of certain cars and we like all the the bells and whistles that some of them offer, which is great. And if you could afford it, by all means, go ahead and treat yourself. But the car should not take priority over your living situation. I hate seeing people who drive Mercedes Benzes and they living in a dirt (laughs) rent apartment. That irritates me like no other. Yo, why when I when I go to Patterson sometimes I'm you know I pass through through some of the neighborhoods uh-huh. and I'm seeing Mercedes and see yeah. uh, BMWs and I'm like they're in the projects. Yeah, how are you in the projects and you driving a Mercedes, bro? <laughs> how are you in a CLK and you live <laughs> in a unit? <laughs> you live in like come on, man, like I, that irritates me because it's just you, that just shows you lack of prioritization. So now I want to get into the the real. T- I, I I've been setting this whole conversation up because I'm building towards. The, the topic that a lot of people have been hitting me up with, especially now, and I've been mentioning it on several podcasts, um, Bitcoin. Okay. This is a hard thing to tackle because there's a lot of uncertainty, and this investment is still very speculative. And what I mean is, like I said, it's a lot of uncertainty, and it's very volatile. However, I believe that digital assets are the next, are the next big thing in investing, and it's the next big thing asset that a lot of people should start looking into um i did mention before in prior episodes how uh the digitization of our money so you guys already know we're using cash app we're using venmo we're using paypal that is all just banks talking to other banks in the exchange of your money from in a digital way and communicating to say that hey frankie has x amount of money in his bank account and is being transferred through our satellite, over here, going into Rashawn's wallet, into his account. That's all they're doing. So now imagine, if you will, Frankie, let's play Imagination Land. Okay. Do I, do I have to dress up? No. No. You can oh. keep your clothes on. Okay, good. Put your pants back on. <laughs> Dude, this, there's no cameras. Why you got to be telling people? I was like halfway down getting, getting ready. Frankie, not now. Oh. <laughs> Wrong show. We'll say that for other show. <laughs> so... Imagine if you will. All right, first blockchain. Blockchain 
is a new way of having like a oh, I'm a ghetto for this. Like imagine having an online ledger, an accounting book where everybody could see it. So imagine me, you, Karen, your daughters, my family, we all are using this digital ledger that everybody could see online. And this ledger shows it doesn't show your name, Frankie. You have like a serial number. We'll give you a serial number. We'll say you're 1A and I'm 1B and your wife is 1C and my wife is 1D and so forth. We each have a serial number and we each have a wallet amount. And you send money from 1A to 1B, which is me. Okay. And I can see on this ledger, Frankie has X amount of money and it's coming to me. It's all verifiable, right? Right. So we all know that no one is swindling anyone. No one is uh, doing anything. Now, say me and you are, you own a store, right? You have a store and you're selling me electronic DJ equipment. And you give me one of these cool DJ thingies, right? You're like, hey, I don't know. I don't, you controller. Get, you know what? Controller. Don't call it I said thingy. the DJ thing. We, we, it, it I don't us. know. This just shows my knowledge of it. He gives me a controller and he says, Rashawn, here you go. And I go, bet. Uh, and you say, okay, Rashawn, this is going to be 12, this is going to be $130. And I'm like, all right, Frankie. I don't have $130 in cash. Uh, let me send it to you. Normally, in this transaction, I have to call my bank through Cash App, one of these right. things, and my bank has to communicate to your bank to right. send you the money, right? In the world of blockchain, this is happening, but digitally. I'm now taking digital currency from my wallet, and I'm giving it to you, to your wallet. I am now foregoing the interaction of a bank. Right. It's almost as if I'm giving you cash, but I'm giving it to you digitally. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. That is basically blockchain. Bitcoin exists on the blockchain as the currency used to exchange uh, sort of finances. So imagine, if you will, Frankie, me and you move out to Ohio. <laughs> we move to Ohio. We're out in the sticks. We bring our families. We bring a few friends. And me and you say, you know what? We're out here in the sticks. Let's create... This village, me and you, buddy, we made a village. Mm. We start farming, and we have our own community. And me and you said, we're going to make our own coin. We're going to call it the idiot coin. Makes sense. We made an idiot coin, right? <laughs> and this idiot coin is how we exchange goods and services. Okay. So you come to my house, and you're like, Rashawn, I need your chickens because I need eggs, and I need uh, your cow's milk. And I'm like, no problem, Frankie. <laughs> Give me, that'll be that'll be five idiot coins, please. And you give me five idiot coins, right? Right. And you man, and we manufacture these coins right here in our village. <laughs> we got a, and we only and the and the thing is, we only made a hundred coins. <laughs> so these hundred coins are exchanged between us and this village, between us and our friends and family, right? Right. I told you I was going to ghettoify this analogy here. Oh my god. So. We each so have, I have four blocks of cheese. <laughs> right? But you know what's so crazy? This is how it used to be before money came in the picture. Yeah. It used to be seashells. <laughs> yeah, Except, you're right. Yeah, that, you're that, right. Yeah. But now we're doing idiot coins. Yeah. So now me and you are exchanging these coins, right? Check this out. People start getting wind of our products in, our, in Ohio. They're like, man, that idiotville town, they're killing it over there. They make the best produce. They Everything's organic. Vegetarians love them. <laughs> Vegetarians all want to buy from them. Man, these guys are killing it over here. I want to move to Idiotville. And now we're like, Dad, yo, we don't have enough coins. So, Frankie, you get the genius idea and says, all right, we need something 
to break down these idiot coins. We need to call these dummies. <laughs> So yeah. now we have dummies coins. <laughs> From the idiots. From the idiot coin. So it's basically a smaller version. It's like instead of a dollar, if an idiot coin is one dollar, these dummies are the quarters. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're building your own currency. We're building our own currency. Now imagine more people from out of town start using our idiot coin, start using our, our currency. And the cool thing is, Frankie, me and you are not exchanging physical coins. Because you're an IT guy, you created all this digitally. So that yeah. now people are like, you don't have to carry a wallet. As long as you not have an it, idiotville. Because not an idiotville, <laughs> we don't carry wallets. We made all this digital because Frankie worked in IT for 25 years. So he made it so everybody has what we call a digital wallet. Mm-hmm. And in this digital wallet, you have idiot coins and you have dummies. <laughs> and you can exchange through dummies or idiot coins different goods and services. That's a beautiful thing. And we got to call the people fools. And guess what? We don't have to deal with a bank. And now, Frankie, because you're an IT guy, you work with a lot of people overseas. You work with people in India. In India, they're like, man, we, 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 uh, we'll take your idiot coins and we'll use this exchange, this currency exchange, to exchange it for rupees. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, our idiot coin, one idiot coin transfers into 1,000 rupees. Right. So... We're making money. We're making money. And not only that, the society, the coins are being manufactured. We keep making more coins and so forth. And then, Frankie, you tell me, hey, each one of these coins has a a unique sort of serial number. And I'm going to be tapped out once this thing hits 21 million. So I can only make 21 million dummy, I mean, idiot coins. And that's it, man. There's no more coins after that. And I'm like, Frankie, that's all we could do? You're like, yo, I ran out of numbers. There's nothing I could do. But the cool thing is, as more demand goes in, like as like it's a fixed supply, mm-hmm. but as more demand comes, the price of the coins become more and more valuable. The analogy I'm trying to paint for everyone here is basically what happened with Bitcoin. Yeah, Bitcoin is basically a coin that was digitally created for people to be able to exchange goods and services without the interaction of a bank. It is a way for us. It started off very small with a very small community of IT people, and it has slowly expanded into a global thing. Right now, barely 10% of the world is even using cryptocurrency. El Salvador has made it a legitimate currency of their country. Right. They're one of the they're the first country to legitimize Bitcoin. And their community is thriving because of it. Now, what I'm trying to now again, back to the analogy I was saying when you're working with somebody in India. India is using it because Right now, they don't have services that we have here in the States. They don't have PayPal. They don't have Cash App. They don't have certain applications that me and you are able to exchange funds easily. So what happens is they do have access to the crypto exchange network where basically Bitcoin lives at. And when I say crypto exchange network, I'm referring to similar to how we have a stock exchange. There are different exchanges for cryptos, such as Coinbase, uh, there is Voyager, there is Gemini, there are uh, there's a number uh, Binance. There are a number of different crypto exchange places, and think of these exchange places as either stock exchange places, or think of them as sort of like when you go to a foreign country and you have to change your dollars to match the currency of the country that you're in. So if you go into uh, you know Europe, you want to exchange your dollars for pounds, right? 
Here, you're changing your crypto to dollars. So if you were working with somebody in India with IT work and you wanted to pay them, you say, hey, I'm going to pay you X amount in Bitcoin. They would then take the Bitcoin, convert it into dollars and be able to, you know, provide for themselves. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because we're living in a state right now in America where you guys all see inflation is happening. Inflation is happening is because, unfortunately, our government, regardless of what side of the aisle you sit on, whether you're Republican or Democrat, they're both doing the same thing. They're basically kicking the can down the street for the next person to deal with the problem. We have a deficit problem. And the deficit is because we're spending too much money. We're spending more money than we're actually making in this country. So once again, we're, we're spending $5 trillion and we're only making $3 trillion a year. And what's happening is the government is creating policies to try to combat this. So you could hear about Joe Biden's infrastructure bill. You hear about the Build Back Better Business bill that he's introducing. But these bills cost millions of dollars. And the way these bills are being be uh, created is the U.S. is borrowing from the Fed. The Fed is not the government. The Fed is a private entity. It's a private bank <laughs> that is buying up the U.S. debt. And what the Fed is doing is printing more money so that the U.S. could take this money and put it towards these policies. Because no one in government wants to be the president or government to raise taxes on the middle class because it will affect their votes. So what they do is they borrow money and they put these policies into place. And unfortunately, when they do that, it, do, it dilutes the purchasing power of the dollar. It's not that things are getting ex more expensive. It's that their dollar is becoming less valuable and is losing its purchasing power. Yeah. Go ahead, man. So just so people can get an idea of how much money is being printed. Yeah, go ahead. In 2020, 40% of the money ever printed in history mm -hmm. was printed in 2020. Wow, that's insane. That's, that's, that's nuts. That's last year. That's crazy. That's how much, and, that, and when that happened, and again, we, we all, we're all dealing with the same situation. Everybody's going uh -huh. through the pandemic, everybody's struggling, people losing yeah. their jobs and all this and all that. And I get that part. But when the country is printing 40% of their money in the last year and a half to two years, our dollar value is going kaput. It's, it's, it's going kaput because now everybody has it. And believe it or not, this is and happening. there's nothing going on. There's they're they're not there's there, there's no improvement. Yeah, there's no improvement because they're not addressing. Honestly, the, and a lot of people don't want to hear this. The only way to correct this issue is that there needs to be a correction. And what the correction is is basically there needs to be a recession or or better yet a depression, because what happens is the economy needs to contract so that the dollars become less available. Things need to become more scarce, because what's happening is. We didn't tell people when the when a pandemic happened, we didn't say everybody uh we basically said the only way to get out of this is for people to keep spending money. <laughs> so we kept giving people money and people weren't working. <laughs> so when people are not working, no taxes are going in. Right. If no taxes are going in, but you're still getting money, <laughs> we gonna have more of a deficit. And this is what's contributing to this whole weakening of the dollar. And basically come back to digital assets. Digital assets have, throughout this whole time, while the dollar has been shrinking in, is sort of uh, purchasing power, crypto uh, has been gaining because people have been hedging their uh, money into these sort of 
assets. So there are assets like gold. Gold is a big commodity that people invest in. People invest in oil. People invest in uh, cotton. They invest in all these different things. Um, and it's a way for them to sort of like, hey, when the economy goes to crap, people will always accept gold because gold has a, a lot of utilization. They use right. it for satellites. They use it for technology, for microchips. They use it for jewelry. They use it for tons of things. You, you can go anywhere in the world and gold will be valuable, right? Well, gold is performing... It's, it's barely keeping up with inflation, to be honest. Right. It's not. Um, but however, digital assets have. Bitcoin last year was $10,000 a coin. Yeah. Think about that. $10,000 a coin, and it hit a high this year of $69,000 a coin, which means, and it's a fixed value of Bitcoin. There is only going to be 21 million coins ever printed. That's it. Right. That's a lot. But then it it's may a seem bit. like a lot, but it's a little. And it's fixed. Right. It's not going to change. So whether you're changing currency exchanging from yen to Bitcoin or whether you're going from rupees to Bitcoin, Bitcoin's value will remain the same. And I know everybody's like, well, Bitcoin's not backed by anything. Guess what? Neither is our dollar. <laughs> now they're printing 40% of it last year. You have to base money on who else is willing to pay for that currency. How much will people be willing to pay? A, a currency is only as good as other people believing in its value. People believe in the U.S. value because they believe that the U.S. is good on our debt and they believe our money will be backed by our country. I don't want to like beat this in the head, but basically I think everyone should get into crypto. Um, and I mentioned a number of different exchanges. You can even buy Bitcoin on Cash App or Venmo. And again, start small. It doesn't need to take up a large portion of your investment need. I told you 10% off the top. Do like 2% of whatever you make, even if it's 10 bucks a week put it towards crypto. I could guarantee you the value of it will accrue over time and um, I believe in the technology and not just Bitcoin. There there are other alt alternate coins that uh, have taken the foundation that Bitcoin has created right. and expanded that technology to make it faster, more efficient. There's tons of other altcoins. There's Ethereum. There's Cardano. There's Solano. There's a lot of other coins out there. I'm not going to get into the weeds yet because right now I think the most stable one and most conservative one to invest in would be Bitcoin. Um, and by the way, if you're too scared and you say, hey, Rashawn, I do not want to put my money into this asset because it's too speculative. It's too imaginary for me. I have alternate ways that you guys could do this. And fortunately, it's right around the holidays. Go to a site or download the app called Lolly. That is L-O-L-L-I. Lolly is a site. Just give me one moment. It is a site that allows you to shop at different stores, whether it's Nike, whether it's Old Navy, whether it's uh, Adidas, whether it's uh, the Marriott Hotel, whatever it is. Right. Shop at all these stores, right? And similar to a credit card, you will get a percentage back in Bitcoin as a reward. That's a win. This is you. You're not even purchasing it. They're giving it to you for shopping through their site, through their app. They're going to reward you with cryptocurrency. So during your Christmas shopping, as you're shopping at these different stores and different things, you could be going ahead and buying these uh, things because basically as soon as you click on, like, say, the Nike store, you'll be rede redirected to the Nike store but Lolly, uh, the company, will still have a connection to the store that you're in, and it'll be activated. So as you buy things on a store and as you check out, they'll get notified, and you'll be credited with Bitcoin. 
And once you get credited, you can actually take that money, that cryptocurrency they gave you, and you can transfer it to a digital wallet. Uh, I don't know if I should get into digital wallets, but digital wallets are basically like, think of your own physical wallet, right? You have your physical wallet with your credit cards and everything like that. Yeah. Digital wallets is basically the same premise, except that it's online. And you can store all of your cryptocurrencies on these digital wallets. So Coinbase has a wallet. Uh, a number of these exchanges, they have wallets um, that you can use. Uh, like I said, Cash App um, has a wallet. Um, there's a big thing like, well, if I use the exchange, why well, won't just leave the money on exchange? Well, a lot of times these exchanges, uh, whether it's regulatory reasons or whatever it might be, they could lock up your assets. It's best that you hold on to your money yourself so you can move it to a wallet. Uh, but for right now, if you're just starting off, you could use the exchanges. You're not using big money. I don't want to get into the weeds with that. Um, I spent a lot of time on this. But yes, please check out the site Lolly. In fact, if you use my code P2BN. SW, the moment you sign up, if you use that code, you will get rewarded $5 right from the gate for using my code. I'm so gonna, you get $5. I'm, I'm going to sign up. I know. You get $5 <laughs> right from the gate. So as soon as you sign up, you say, hey, Rashawn sent me here. He sent me here with the code P2BNSW, and you get $5 in Bitcoin right in your wallet, right from the gate. And not only that, this site, again, this is you not buying anything. They will reward you on a daily basis. Satoshi. Satoshis are, remember when I said dummies and idiot coin? Satoshis are smaller denominations of Bitcoin. So you'll get rewarded on a daily basis. Every time you log into the app, they will reward you a certain value of Satoshis. Today, I got $32 in Satoshis. Yesterday, I got $18 in Satoshis just for logging into the app. Guess I know what I'll be doing today. Yeah. Again, it's lolly.com. So so you waited till today to tell me this when I'm I could have been I could have been I could have been putting money in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I wanted you to know with the people, you so, know, that, which is fine. <laughs> but dude, you know, I just that, I, that eighteen pound turkey was expensive. Let me, I bet it was. The turkey <laughs> prices are through the roof. So yeah, so let me. So again, I just found out about this uh, this particular site last week. So I'm very new to it because I wanted to test it out to see if it was working, and I was blown away. I was like. Are you kidding me? So as a person who doesn't want to put their own money into Bitcoin and who's like, look, man, I don't want to put my money there. You could just get rewarded Bitcoin just for shopping. Just for shopping. You yeah. can't you can't beat that, man. So, yeah. So that was my little brief lesson on cryptocurrency. I gave you guys an alternate way to invest. We talked about Bitcoin. We talked about 401ks. We talked about, um, talk about a lot. We talked about how to, if you don't have that, how to start young? Yes. To be able to to be to be able to make money for yourself. Yeah. And um, oh, by the way, man, let me touch on that. When I was so again, that kid who's the fourteen year old producer, start stacking your money now. When I was uh, sixteen, I think I was sixteen years old, right? I got into a site called Share Builder. Share Builder at the time was a site that allows you. It was like what Robinhood is today. It allowed you to buy a portion of a company. At the time, uh, Google and Yahoo had just come out. I had put my money into a portion of Yahoo or Google. I can't, to be honest with you, I don't fully remember which one of them it was. But I put a little bit of money in there. And um, uh, when I put it in there, I was hoping that um, like it would accrue. Like I was 16 years old. I knew nothing about investing. 
I made a quick gain on that money, right? It wasn't a lot. It was like 40 bucks. And I was like, ooh, I'm in the money. And I sold my shares. <laughs> Took the money. And um, obviously, I think it was Google. Google became much bigger than I ever imagined. Yeah. And it blew up. And my lesson here is that if you have money, whatever is like extra that your discretionary money, and I don't care how young you are, if you have access to a way to you could buy or get into Robinhood or have your parents set up a Robinhood account for you, and you just stick to just basically investing, putting a little bit of money in there, $5, $10, whatever you have as early as possible, that money will pay you large dividends in the future. Um, start early. And again, it doesn't take much. Just do whatever you can, small as you can. And uh, yeah, man, yeah, build cool. that future, man. We all want to. And honestly, there's enough money for everybody to go around. No, everybody thinks that, oh, uh, there's only so much money in the world where only a few, select few could be rich. No, everybody can have this money. Elon Musk is worth what? Two hundred billion billion dollars. That's absurd. <laughs> like there's enough money here that everybody can make it. Um, Just, there's a limit on Bitcoin, but there's not a limit on how, what you can make. Yeah, exactly, exactly, gotcha. exactly. You can make as much as you can make as much as you you could dream up, man. So I'm gonna go with this was actually the first uh, financial talk that was strictly. I can't finance. believe I spoke that long. Yeah, so <laughs> I got to say hi to a couple of people while you awesome. were talking, which is good. I hope you guys, I hope you guys enjoy. I know this is not our usual episode. This is, um, but this was something that was requested. A lot of people said we want to get back to the money talk, and I'm hoping that, um, you know, we covered a lot, and I'm hoping that this has been at least not only entertaining but uh, educational, and uh, hopefully you guys could do better than me. I want, I want everybody who's listening to do better than me, man, because I'm gonna try to keep doing great. And if you guys could do better than me, the world would be a better place. <laughs> Yeah, no, and, and, and it's a good time of year to do it. Yeah. Because right now, everybody's going to be, like, spending money. Yeah. This is the best time to start saving money. Exactly. You know, just because it says it's on sale yeah, doesn't mean that it's on sale. Oh, and by the way, let me double back to that point where I was saying about the anti-vaxxers. A lot of people was mad that those companies made all that money. Guess what? If you would have had a different viewpoint and put your money into Pfizer into Johnson & Johnson and into Moderna, You'd the companies crickets. themselves, when it was the, the pandemic and their stock price was like low, low, you could have more than doubled your money. Mm-hmm. Think about that. If you would have put $1,000 into any one of those companies last year, you would have made over $2,000 today. Just, just just, saying. Just just letting you know. Just letting you know. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, man, this has been, this has been a, a different podcast. Um, Thank you, Frankie. Thank you for letting me uh, rock out. I'm just going to... Thank you, guys. Thank you for taking your time. Awesome. And again, guys, send us an email, lifelessonswithidiots at gmail.com. If you have more questions or if you have other things you want me to dive deeper into, I didn't get to touch on NFTs. Uh, NFTs is a whole other thing, man. Uh, Non-fungible tokens. It's a big craze going on. Um, A lot of big money being made there oh by the way check out uh earnyourleisure.com uh two brothers a few brothers there are started a financial education program online and they give a lot of great information on there as well well what you gonna say frankie no i'm i'm I'm, like you know as you're talking i'm constantly looking at the chat yeah Yeah, what's up you know if there's anybody has throws anything out there um Found found out that F three L seven is part of the producer's name he just oh okay it's the first part of seven so i'm going with it's felt 
Ah, okay. So his name is Felton. He's going Felt. Which got is it. You know, he's giving him that name, which All is All right, cool. that's creative. That's okay, creative. Got I like that. it. Okay. Um, and then we have somebody here. Alex, again, is uh, telling us that she went in. She got in on J&J in 2019. Nice. Look at her. She was ahead of the game. Let me tell you, I know Alex. Yeah, she was ahead of the curve. Good job, Alex. You have no idea the way this... She she finds out something, she shares it. Yeah. And that's how, that's how I am, yo. And, like, she, and she's solid with it. I mean, like she's like, yo, you got to do this. Do it now. Download yeah. the app. Yeah. And, you know, we've we've made a couple of bucks. Yeah. You know, she's a solid person. I'm all um, about that, man. Yeah. I think sharing is the best thing. Like, I think a lot of people, they get so caught up. Like, they, they're getting ahead in life, and they don't share that wisdom with other people. And I think that's unfortunate because... Uh, I feel I think you get more in life when you give. Believe it or not, that is the secret to wealth: giving. Yeah, you always give. If you give with your whole heart, you're not looking for anything in return. You will always be blessed with more. So, no, good show, man. Yeah, man, I feel good about it. I think you I know, think this, you, is, you know this is, is a different show. Every, I didn't get to crack any jokes. Everybody's always waiting for that 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 punchline there because we're always I talking know. about everything. I didn't get the really jokey joke. No, today. but if they go back to last week's episode with the stuttering, you know, I have people <laughs> sending me messages, and I and I get it. it it's fun, but there there are times. Tell you because you were playing stutter, 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 stutter. <laughs> yeah, but it, which which is cool because you know we, we're showing range. Okay? Yeah, yeah, and the range is you know like. If you don't, if you don't do that, you're not gonna get the other opportunities with other yeah. listeners. So we know that the listeners wanted to hear this. Uh, we constantly started. We're getting emails about this, and then after every show, I was getting calls. Why you wait to the end? So now oh, man. this I'll... was dedicated strictly for finance, which yeah. is an awesome thing because I actually learned a couple of things. Uh, one, you were holding out on me making money. I know. Um, I'm sorry about that. We're gonna figure this out. And I have another one that I'm a shit. I'm gonna tell you all about, but I'm still learning about it. But I might have another way for you guys to make. More cryptocurrency, just doing everyday living, like another way to make money. Yeah. And again, I and I'm gonna be honest. I know I'm a little biased because I am invested in crypto. I've been and I was investing in crypto three years ago, and I did it because I was like, I did like a small portion of my money, and I made a huge return. I made a huge return three years ago. I got out of it because government started regulating. There are risks to to cryptocurrency. Whether our government will ruin this for everybody, <laughs> that's one of the risks. However, the currency itself and the community itself is not going anywhere. And many financial institutions are already starting to adopt it. Um, so I, I'm now more certain that Bitcoin's here to stay. But at the time, three years ago, when I was invested in it, I got out of it completely. Just because I was, it was too much uncertainty. And if I would have stayed in there with the money that I had and what I had invested, Frankie, I... I me, this podcast will look a lot different, but I got out of you, it. You don't like my setup? No, no, no. I'm just saying, <laughs> it, it, we, we, me and you will be in a different place. Let me just tell you. No, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> but, you know, say la vie, live and learn. Um, I learned. I, I went much more uh, diehard this year. I started in January, just going into uh, Bitcoin and a lot of the other cryptocurrencies. And um, I'm already seeing a huge return just this year alone and me getting involved. And there are other ways that you could benefit from this entire community uh, of crypto. Uh, I want to shed more light on it as I get more educated on it, but you don't have to just rely on our podcast. Please go on YouTube. There's people way smarter than me that could explain this and uh, and tell you the benefit of it. Um, but I do think this is your time. This is your time to get in for the dot-com era. This is your time to get in, like, investing in Google before Google became Google. Like, <laughs> this is your yeah, way. No, this is your this opportunity. Is... Again, less than 10% of the world are, are even doing this. 
But you know what the difference between this and the dot com, right? Was the, yeah, this is much more short thing. This is more <laughs> of a short thing because yeah. the dot com when when it ended, yeah. it ended and it took down thousands, thousands. of companies. Yeah. And I that's mean, what I feel like was going to happen with a lot of these other altcoins because a lot of them do do the same thing as the others. I think only the strong will survive, and the ones that will survive is definitely Bitcoin, definitely Ethereum. Um, I don't want to say guarantee the other ones, but I would say focus on those two as a beginner, and other things will start being made. I wouldn't say go crazy over Shibu coin or Dogecoin. I'm not going to endorse those. Those are meme coins. Um I would say focus on the the staples, Bitcoin, Ethereum. And then slowly, as we all go on this journey, I will share my opinion on other things. By the way, this is not financial advice. I just want to be clear. I don't want to get sued. This is not financial advice. This is entertainment. I'm here to just provide education and entertainment. (laughs) Yeah, we always got to make that clear. Yeah, I don't want to. Which is is fair because, you know, we're only talking about our personal experiences. We're not... We're not referencing something and saying this is law, which, yeah. which is very important that people know yeah. because you can't come back to us and go, oh, because of you, I did this I happened know. to me. Yeah. No. I put my life savings in there no. because of the podcast that we do. No, we didn't do that. <laughs> We're telling me. you, prepare for your future. Yes. Whether you're investing in that or you're creating creating music or you know you decide that you want to create open up a, a cleaning business. It's legit. Exactly. But save for your future. Exactly. Because tomorrow is here. Exactly. Hit the and, nail on the head, Frankie. And if if you don't realize it, yep. you're the only one that's going to be standing by yourself and going to be like, where did I go wrong? Exactly. And it's going to be you because we're born by ourselves. And we die by ourselves. Yeah. I know it's morbid, but it's think about it, truth. guys. I mean, I, and I feel bad. Like, there's people who work two jobs, and they wonder why they're still broke. Like, you're working two jobs. You're working day, and you're working night, and you still don't understand why you're not getting ahead in life. And you have to ask yourself, honestly, if it, it goes back to you even living back in your parents' house, or if you have to live with a roommate, you have to figure out ways how to cut down your expenses so that you can grow and finance a better lifestyle for yourself in the future. Two things. Uh, yeah. We have, what about Litecoin? Litecoin. Ah, okay. Um, Litecoin is a, bit, a lot similar to Bitcoin. Um, it's just a, a, a smaller scale. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Litecoin, to be honest. <laughs> I'm more of a fan of Cardano. Uh, if you really want to know, Cardano to me is like the love child of Ethereum and Bitcoin. Because uh, it does everything Bitcoin does, and it does it has the network of Ethereum, and it just does it faster. Also, like Solano, uh, it does a new way of of transacting. Um, Litecoin to me doesn't really, from a utilization point, other than it, it being a smaller scale of Bitcoin. Like so, Bitcoin's like gold, and Litecoin's like silver, Frankie. So it's like the they both do the exact same things. That one is much more, I guess. Uh, available and uh, a smaller scale than bitcoin right. is like so if you i more likely have more silver but gold is more long lasting so i would say hedge most of your money in bitcoin over litecoin even if you even though you might not get as many satoshis uh as you would with litecoin another thing i want to say is that uh concentration in one entity guarantees wealth more than diversification diversification gives you protection concentration gives you wealth but the thing with concentration is you're making a gamble on a bet you're gambling that the future of this particular investment is going to give me a greater return than me diversing diversifying all my funds into a number of different coins um 
I don't hate Litecoin. I just feel like if I'm going to invest in it, I'd rather go with the gold than the silver. That's the difference between a 401k and the type of investing exactly. and, and, uh, and, and crypto. Yes. So again, again, remember, your 401k is to supplement your retirement. It's supplemental income for your future. And also, I didn't even get into Roth and um, versus 401k. I, th- let everybody else know, I use, I split my money. So remember when I said the 10%? So I'd send the 10% over to my 401k. 5%. And I only do 5% because that gives me the guaranteed matching with my company. I do 5% um, plus the matching with my company towards pre-tax 401k. I do the other 5% towards Roth. Roth is when you retire. Say you retire, Frankie, and you have $500,000 in a Roth account. The government will only tax you on the gains made, right? which is much less than your regular tax. Like It'll be like... Let's just say twenty percent on your gain. So out of that five hundred thousand, you'll walk away with four hundred thousand. With it pre-tax, you're not getting taxed at all. Plus, you're getting taxed on the gain. So the same amount of money, if I had that same five hundred thousand dollars in my four hundred one k, and I go to retire and I go to take that money out, I'm and I'm doing it at the appropriate age and I'm doing it at retirement age. The government is going to tax me on all that money that I didn't get taxed before. So I'm going to get hit probably with thirty percent. Because of the threshold that I'm at, five hundred thousand, plus I'm gonna get taxed on my gain. Um, so that five hundred thousand dollars quickly drops to like let's just say three hundred thousand dollars. And this is why you gotta have that balance. So thankfully, if you have company matching, it'll hopefully bite the blow of a lot of the taxes and a lot of the other stuff that you gotta pay. But um, I'm big on the Roth. I would say definitely put more money in the Roth because that's more money that's more immediate. Um, than the pre-tax, but the pre-tax you want to use that for benefiting for your taxes, so that you be put in a lower tax threshold. And all right, I'm getting I'm getting way in the weeds. I don't want to do that. I'm gonna bore people. So um, we, we have one more person here that that agrees with you. She's just I guess she's just starting. Yeah, and um, you know it's yeah it's a it's a learning. Listen, this week's show was basically answering the listeners questions yeah I hope, and by all means send us an email and i'll try to answer as best i can i don't want to sound like i'm the guru that i know it all again i'm just sharing with you guys things that i've learned um i was broke i had five maxed out credit cards i was in debt i had school debt credit card debt you name the debt i had it <laughs> yeah i was <laughs> the, the, the struggle the yo, struggle is real wait. and you know it's 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 one of those things that's it's it's yo. crazy but you but you got out of it exactly it was like that that thanksgiving theme song where they be like greens potatoes but i was like it's the car debt house debt mortgage <laughs> <laughs> you name it that's funny credit card cars <laughs> oh that's too funny Oh man, but yeah, man, I was it was real. But hope, now I'm out of it. I could tell everybody right now I'm over 800 with my credit score. I have no debt. I haven't had. I've been debt free for a long time outside of my mortgage, and even with my mortgage. Um, oh, oh, Frankie, we need to do a deep dive on mortgages. Um, because Frankie, Frankie, yeah, that's, Frankie that's, that's that's Frankie's bag right there. Man. Yeah, Frankie, when, when we start talking about mortgages, you're just gonna have to sit yeah, there and just listen. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm have a, to I'm teach you a right. thing. Yeah, we might do. Yo, tomorrow we'll do our uh, thing. We'll mess around, and then we gotta de- definitely let you talk mortgages, man. Because um, there's some great tidbits on what you could do with your mortgage and paying it off sooner. And um, so you get some cool you, stuff. I I tell everybody always get the 30 year mortgage. Yeah, because you're gonna pay it off in 15. Oh, absolutely, yeah, man. Because oh, my 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 secret works, and I already told you. I know, I know. I should. I, know. I, I told you how I did mine, and yeah. like I'm I'm at I'm at a spot. I'm 
I can see the finish line. Yeah, no, yours. You pretty much wrapping up yours. So yeah, like, and, I, and the thing is that I've borrowed from it. Yeah, over and over. Yeah, and I'm still ahead. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've had this conversation with a couple of people. I said, "There's a way to do this, and it's not illegal. No, it's so. completely legal. The act. They want you to do this. Yeah, yeah. Yo, uh, we, we're gonna we're gonna dive deep into that because yeah. I need Frankie to give me a refresher on that because uh, and then we could talk cash back refinancing as well. Uh, for those who have houses and stuff and properties, uh, we could tell you the the pros and cons against that. Yeah, there um, there are there are there, certain yeah. risks, but you know something, the reward, yeah, is greater. Is, is, is greater than the risk. You yeah. know, so it's it's like it's a win win. Yeah, and I tell it to everybody. I'm like, take the thirty year. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. And I, I've had this conversation recently with somebody, and I said you got to do it at least for two years. When you get to twenty eight years, this is what you got to do. Nice, and it's and it's and it's it's been working. It, it, yo, I'm at the end. I can see the finish line. Man, we're gonna but we're gonna chop it up di- more. That's a different topic. Yeah, I, dude, this was a, a great show. For I hope me. so. Did that make sense? I, I I learned. Well, we're gonna find that because after the show, we usually just yeah, we go back and listen. We go like, back and listen because because as much as we are the people that talk, we want to be sure that everything came out clear. And again, this is no script. I'm yeah. really talking off the top of my head with this thing, so I really hope it made sense. <laughs> But yo, thanks for the love. Thanks for the people tuning in live. We had a lot of people coming in live, and uh, thirty-eight. Thanks, yeah, thirty-eight people listening 38 live, people live, and a lot yeah. of people um uh, commented. Uh, we like that. Uh, so thank you, everybody who contributed to the show and for listening. Uh, we had a great time. This, I noticed again, this is an episode that's not like our prior, but um, we're definitely gonna give you variety on this show. <laughs> yeah, no, this is this. I think this one was long overdue because everybody just kept going. When yeah. are you guys gonna do this? When I know. Are you gonna I've been do slacking. This? When are you gonna do this? I guarantee that after we hang up. We're off the air today. Yeah, I'll get a call. Yeah, and I might get one or two calls. And the call's gonna be, "Thank you," but you guys took the entire show. I know, I know, <laughs> but, I know. Which I'm okay gonna, with. Everybody's gonna be like, "Yo, where the jokes though?" <laughs> no, because you know, the, yo, Thanksgiving ruined it. Okay, I know, I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's 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 a good thing. It's it's showing that you know we can. We could talk do different ser- things. We could do, we, we could do the serious talk on top of everything. Help everybody like the show. We're going to end now. Yeah, we out of here. Because we're done, and yeah. I am, like, tired. I need to get some stuff done. I got to feed my kids upstairs. Yeah, man. I got to go to Hanukkah dinner, man. <laughs> I know. I do everything. I do Hanukkah, and we do Christmas. I know my family's unique. Um, yo, again, much appreciated. Thank you guys for listening. Um, please send us an email, lifelessonswithidiots at gmail.com. Thank you guys again for the love. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. Please tell a friend about the show. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Yeah, man, we love y'all, yo. All right, Frankie, take us out of here, baby. And again, you know, before we before I say goodbye, I just want to say um, email us. Thank you for the interaction. It's really appreciated. And like Rashawn says, Mother, sh- is there share. an echo in here? Didn't I just say this? <laughs> I'm just yeah, just because you said it doesn't mean I can't say oh, it. You well, you didn't even say it in Spanish. You just went and just repeat exactly Look what I said. Look at Okay. We were talking at the Nero today. Oi. Ay, Dios is, that, is that how you say oi? Is that today? I, no, that's not. That, <laughs> that, that's for Hanukkah. Oi. 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 All right, yo, take us out. Bye. <laughs>
listen up. Life lessons with idiots. Till next time. Goodbye. Peace. I liked it. I think we did okay. That was you caught you, you finally caught me repeating. I was like, how long is it going to take this like, guy? You just say what I just said. I I'm sound like, like an idiot. I got to throw something in there. <laughs> You're an idiot. All right, you're <laughs> Are we good? Yeah, we're done.